Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. We are here today with my sweet friend, Tara Scott. Hi. (laughs) Singer, songwriter, and all-around just awesome human being, and I am so thankful and blessed to know her and call her sister in Christ and friend. So, hey, Tara, how's it going? (laughs) Hi. (laughs) And Steven is here as well. Hi, What's Steven. What's up, Lewis. everyone? Hey, Tara. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. I'm so glad that you're part of our crazy, awesome podcast, the Poema Podcast, and we get Thank to be able... Yeah, of course. We're just really excited just for you to share your story. We know you have an awesome one as everyone, but we just are really excited to hear yours because we just have... I, well, I have heard personally from Amber that you are just a shining light, that you are wow. just such a beautiful human being. So I'm excited just to be able to hear a little bit more about that. Um, and as we go into this, I just want to start with like some super like random, easy questions. So like, don't feel like you're into all, but like, like, where, <laughs> like where, where did you grow up at? Like. So I actually grew up in a little town in Southwest Missouri, okay. um, only about 50,000 people. Um, and so, um, it's like, it's not like too, too tiny, but it's kind of like just small enough that you kind of know most people when you walk around and yeah. right so, on that corner of, of the four state area. So, oh okay. Yeah. Sweet. So you were like a really like small town. Um, kind of, kind of girl, like knew everyone knew everyone. It was just like, kind of like the (laughs) island for Amber. Like she goes to grocery store. She's like, Hey, look, this, this is my aunt, my cousin. Yeah. So funny. Like I'm a big city boy and I like can't even get my mind around walking to somewhere. Like knowing every single person, I'd be like, okay, this is really awkward. I got to get out of here. Like right now. (laughs) We, we moved around a lot when I was younger, like between the time when I was born and when I turned eight, we actually moved 10 times. Wow. But then once I turned eight, we just kind of stayed put here because we just found a community and a place that we loved and we felt the Lord kind of calling us to stay. Sweet. And let people know where you're living at now. I still live there. Oh, okay. Same place. I, I wasn't sure. I thought so, but <laughs> I wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so this question I'm super excited about because I know <laughs> it's, it's probably got a lot of different facets, but tell us about your, as we said, you're a singer songwriter among many things, but tell us about your creative journey so far in your life. Wow. So that is such a loaded question. <laughs> um, Wow. Okay. I started um, my musical journey when I was like seven. Um, I actually had like songs in my mind that I would like hear and that would be instrumentally, lyrically, melodically. I would just hear these wonderful like songs in my head and they wouldn't 
like the existing in the tangible world yet. And so I wanted to write a song and that was kind of what got me started on music in the first place is I had a lot of songs to sing to Jesus. So I started learning the piano and then um, before long, I just decided to kind of explore some other instruments so I could, um, so I could write these pieces that I had in my head and um, didn't really think of doing anything with it. I was very much a, like, oh yeah, I'd be happy just to like, you know, keep singing my songs to Jesus in my bedroom type of thing. But um, the Lord had called me to um, be a worshiper um, at church. And he called me to be a worshiper with worship mob sometimes and like all kinds of like different opportunities started popping up and I was like, Lord, do you want me to do this? And he's like, go. And I was like, okay, we'll yeah, try it. Awesome. I have to admit the whole like being in front of a camera or on a stage was definitely a really scary idea for me at first. Um, but like, I just started praying and I was like, okay, Lord, you are going to have to give me peace to keep walking in this and uh, if that's where you want me to go and he did wow um so you said that you were like doing instruments of so piano singing and then did you like are you self-taught or did you um I like have... some, yeah i took some lessons um and then i did teach myself a few things on some of the, once I, once I took some piano lessons, um, I was able to like kind of teach myself some stuff on, you know, the bass or the yeah. ukulele, whatever. <laughs> Sweet. That's so great. And then I love how, like you said that like the Holy Spirit was just like leading you into that space of like worship and like, um, so I guess I want to like a little bit unpack that because I think a lot of times people don't understand what that looks like. Like when it comes to like, oh, like the spirit led me to this because a lot of people are like, oh, like I want to strive to be a worshiper, mm -hmm. which I think is just a really like upside down way of what God is asking us to do. He's asking us to actually like rest and like to mm -hmm. be able to be put in that position. So like, how does that, how does it look like for you to go from a position of rest and like being in that posture of just letting God lead you into worship? Yeah. So like I said before, I had quite a bit of fear associated with this area of my life. And so um, the way that I learned to hear the Lord's voice was actually through um, reading the Bible. Yeah. Because I think when you get in the word and you're constantly like taking that truth into your heart and into your mind and you're um, just spending time like thinking and praying on it, I really feel like that helps you to be able to discern um, other feelings or senses that might be from the Lord. And so, because you have this basis of, oh, this is God's personality. This is what, you know, God loves. And this is what God, you know, you get a yeah. sense of who God is and what he's all about. So that's definitely the way that I learned to hear the Lord's voice. And there's stuff all throughout the Bible about, you know, fear. Like we don't, like we're instructed time and time again, like don't fear, don't be afraid, don't be discouraged, you know, like the word goes before you. And so I, I definitely was like not looking for any of this originally, but um, when I did begin to kind of have these senses, like, Hey, like the Lord wants to 
like allow you to be like seen by other people so they can learn how to worship and come alongside of you and worship. Um, I was definitely getting this sense that it was from the Lord. And so I just kind of chose to step out in that. Yeah, that's so good. Um, that's so sweet. I was wondering, um, <clears throat> as you were talking, um, you mentioned singing with worship mob, which is so awesome. It's just one of the many things that you do, but at the, one of the last videos that was released, <clears throat> it was healer, which everybody should go to YouTube and check out. Um, your, te- there's a little bit of your testimony at the end mm-hmm. of that, which was just super sweet because you talk about the fear but you know of of god or that you worked through that um not of god but you know what i mean the the fear involved in you know worshiping really outside of your bedroom or you know that secret comfortable place that i've experienced that too but um but you've overcome quite a bit more than that you know with and and you shared a bit on there so you i was hoping that you'd share with whatever you're comfortable with um on just that journey of of that path you walked on? Well, um, I can actually share a little bit more detail if you'd like than I even gave on that video. Um, So I I have had many health problems throughout my life where just things would just pop up and we'd go to a doctor and kind of like, you know, go through the process. And then while we're um, taking steps to like, figure out if we can medically help this, um, with like science and, you know, all of that stuff, which, um, then we would be just praying for my healing, believing that God still supernaturally, um, does miracles. And so, um, and he did time and time again, he would just come through and heal and we'd go back to the doctor and they'd say, we have no explanation, like what happened. So good. And uh, we just be able to just share that with them and say, you know, at church, I went forward for prayer and then I was healed immediately and I'm not in any pain anymore. I'm not having any, you know, disabling symptoms or anything like that. Um, but a couple of years ago, yeah, two years ago, um, I was at a point where I had no health problems. The Lord had healed me of everything. And so I was... Um, actually a student leader on a mission trip that we were taking to Poland. And while, while we were like, it was like within a day or two of getting over there, I just began to have these stroke like episodes where um, I would, I would basically be like the right side of my body was 80% paralyzed. I was blind. I couldn't communicate proper properly because, um, I was understanding all the words. I would mix them all up and stuff in my head, all kinds of like really weird, weird symptoms that, you know, you're just like, okay, 18 year old girls aren't supposed to be experiencing this right now, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, we, I started having these and I was like, what is this? Cause I was having them, um, one to three times a day and wow. with really getting enough time to recover from one of them before another would happen. So I was just bed bound because I just, I was too, there was just too much going on. And so I was in and out of Polish, um, hospitals for a couple weeks. Um, and then they finally said, 
hey, we don't actually have the resources to deal with you here in our country. Uh, your case is too complicated, um, but we don't know if you're safe to fly home. So I went on an eight-hour ambulance ride across the border to Germany where they were hoping that um, maybe they would have some more resources right. to kind of help figure out what was going on and see if there's any medication for it or anything like that. Because like I said, I was, I had just turned 18, like literally a couple of days before this. And, um, so I was overseas by myself and, um, with, with a, a team of other people. And so, um, my dad ended up flying over at that point, um, from the States to meet me in Germany and uh, I stayed for a week in the hospital there where they determined like, hey, this won't kill you. Yeah. Um, so you can fly home and figure out the rest in American hospitals. And we did. And um, they ended up finding out that there's not really like a, there's not really a like cure for it or any medication that can even decrease the amount of episodes I was having. So um, we basically said, okay, Lord, you are our only option. Like we believe that sometimes the Lord works through medicine to bring people healing and hope. Um, but right now you are our only option <laughs> because um, I couldn't drive a car or get a job or go to school or um, there was, I had lots of triggers. So I actually wasn't even able to go into a church service because the kinds of lights in there would trigger oh, yeah. me to have one of these episodes. So um, I wasn't even able to go to church at that time. Dang. And um, so I was, I was at home a lot during that season of my life. It, um, and in like a four month span of time, I had nearly 200 of these episodes. Um, wow. So it was, it was pretty wild. Yeah. But, um, the day that I got healed, um, it had actually been because my dad had come home from church one day and he said, Hey, Tara, like I met this, um, amazing guy at church and, um, like started telling me about him. Cause you know, your, your family comes home and tells you about their day and stuff. And he was just telling me about this guy. And I just felt that, like we should go out to lunch with him. And I was like, that's super neat. I've, I've never met Right. <laughs> and so <laughs> I told my dad, I was like, this might sound so weird, but like, can you and me go out to lunch with this guy? And he was like, sure. <laughs> Why not? So <laughs> this guy is probably um, 75 or so. And so uh, he's kind of like the age of like my grandpa. I can't consider him my extra grandpa anyways <laughs> at this point. <laughs> awesome. Um, but we like, so we had gone out to lunch with this guy. This is the first time I met him and we were all just kind of sitting there chatting, getting to know each other. Um, none of us really knew exactly why we were there, but like we all were like having a good time. So after about an hour, um, this guy had said, Hey, you know, I heard about what happened to you last summer while you were, you know, overseas. And I was just wondering if it'd be okay if I prayed for your healing. Um, because my health had become a very, uh, public, um, information type of thing, uh, just because, you know, it was so weird and it was all happening while I was overseas. So people were 
sharing and reposting online, like, Hey, pray for Tara, pray for Tara. <laughs> yeah. Um, so even though I'd never met this guy, he had heard about it. Um, cause like I said, small town <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and he, and I said, absolutely. You guys can pray for me and him and my dad, like each laid hands on me and prayed over my healing. And I was instantly healed. Wow. Um, and I, that has been a year and a half now where I have had nothing. Come and on. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that is wow. the powerful the Lord as our healer is. Yeah. That's why I was I'm so thankful you shared your story. And I know that it's a personal story. So thank you so much for diving in. I was wondering if during the time when in between episodes when you were kind of pretty much isolated like we all are experiencing now um is did the lord um write any music through you then or what did you you know like creatively um what was your outflow during that time i actually wrote a lot during that time period um actually interesting (laughs) interestingly enough um so we released a song through worship mob called won't hold back and I actually wrote that song while I was in the German hospital. Um, For the record, y'all, that song is so good. <laughs> and you need to go listen to it. I listened to it. Then when she told me her story, and then I went back knowing the background, you know, knowing, you yeah. know, even that you hadn't shared the whole story yet, but just having the idea of where this song was written from that song is so powerful and anointed. So thank you for sharing that with everyone. And sorry for interrupting, but it, oh you, y'all, go listen. <laughs> go listen. <laughs> but um, I actually wrote that song while I was in the German hospital. Um, it's a, it's actually written from the Lord's perspective because I had compiled different things that the Lord had spoken to me while I was in these hospitals and I put them into a song because I was realizing as I was looking at these, I was like, wow, these are things that the Lord wants to say to everyone. Like, this is his heart yeah. for people. This is his heart for his children. Like, he does want us to know that he doesn't hold himself back from us. Like, he gave everything to just show us that he loved us, you know, because um, if, when you're in love with someone, you're going to, you're going to want to show them that yourself. You're not going to send somebody else to tell the girl of your dreams. Like, Hey, um, Steven says he loves you and he wants to marry you, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're you're going to go and you're going to say, Hey, I love you. And I want mm-hmm. you to marry me, you know? Right. So, um, just that's what the Lord did for us is he came to earth to show us himself. Hey, I love you. And I want to give everything of myself to you. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's so good. And I haven't heard that song yet, so I'm really excited to go and check it out. But like just hearing your story, like that's like been like it sounds like the main thing, like what God's been doing in your heart is like he's just coming after you. He's like chasing you, chasing you down. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like falling more and more in love with with just being in love with that pursuit that he has for you. Like it's a and I think that's like the most important thing as believers, as creatives, is like we have to understand that we are being chased and being pursued relentlessly. And like, when we have that like perspective, we're actually able to create relentlessly because we have such an amazing father that like just wants to continually pour out over us 
every single yeah. moment of every single day and it's just like man like if he's like pouring out all the time on us like we should be pouring out because we're not called to be like just holding it all in like we're called to like yeah. continue to fill and spill yeah. fill and spill all day and, like that's what we're we're called to yes. be as believers so like it's just so cool just like to see that your heart isn't like oh i'm just gonna have this story and like just do this all on my own and like hold it to myself like you said that you're like yep i want everyone to be praying for me like it was going wherever it was going and people knew it and you're like you weren't afraid you weren't mm. afraid of people knowing your struggle you weren't afraid of people knowing your hurt or whatever you're going through like mm. you're like hey like this is an opportunity for god to show up in an even bigger way than i even expected to happen like and he impacted more people like millions of people have seen that uh video from healer like people are like wow share that testimony like people are being impacted transformation like life is just like a lot of people don't know god in that intimate way which i think is it breaks my heart like it sucks but like i think people that people are just wanting to know more of like okay like what how and like when we share our testimonies like this like people can hear the the heartbeat of it they can hear the father's heart all the more yes. through it and i think that's like so yes. and incredible like it's so cool because like we we as people that know god in that like intimate way that supernatural way like we're like we want everyone to know god in that way because it's right, it's right. like the freaking best it's so amazing and we we don't want people to like miss out on on knowing god in that kind of way that tangibility because like that's so important for us to know him as healer as provider as all these different areas in our life mm -hmm. and yeah once we like share and hear and know him in that way like we are like man i want to write i want to do something about it i don't want to sit back yeah. and like okay yeah. let's send amber to go do, do my work that i want to do for someone yeah. else like no like i want to be the one that goes and like says god i love you and god i want to like be all about you and i want to show the world that in like a greater sphere so yeah. and that's the wonderful thing about his grace for us seriously is that we like our the things that we do out of love for god like those are never the things that end up saving us they just come as a response yep. to great love and the wonderful grace that he's given to us that's good i love that about him yeah so good so good i love that all of it um <laughs> and i love that you just said that about response because we were actually uh i was doing a ladies bible study last night and we were talking about the love of Jesus. And, you know, it's hard sometimes because we think that we need to be doing and doing and doing. And, um, I was like hit with this, this word of no, you know, if, if the Lord is calling us to rest and we're out there trying to do things on our own, um, then we're being disobedient to the word of Jesus. And if he's saying rest, then that's what we should be doing. We should be resting and then waiting on his next word for our next thing and not, kind of come up with that ourselves so that's super super sweet and um i was i was hoping um to ask you a question about kind of now that you've you've done worship you've done songwriting you've learned instruments you're just like this incredible human that oh. <laughs> 
Um, do you have an idea of like your career path, kind of like the direction that you're thinking the Lord is guiding you towards or what, what maybe? Yeah, that that's a great like? question. <laughs> um, so I'm actually in college right now. I'm taking online classes um, towards a church ministries degree. Um, so there's basically counseling classes and business classes and Bible classes in there. Um, kind of just like, you know, Christian adulting, like <laughs> basically yeah. um, program. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I felt the Lord calling me in the direction of ministry. So I'm doing what I can to be prepared and um, still in wherever he'd call me to go next. <laughs> Praise God. That's so exciting. I'm so thankful because um, you've impacted my life and I know a lot of people's lives for the kingdom. And that is so sweet and so special. So I really appreciate that, um, that you're pursuing that, um, pursuing, you're pursuing the Lord is what you're doing. Um, but also being available for the work that he has to do through you and through your life. And that's super sweet and super special. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, find yourself like continuing to want to be part of like worship communities and stuff like as you're like going through? Because I see that you've like done some worship mob and the virtual worship for healing and then like different kinds of like platforms and stuff. Like I I really like have seen some of your stuff like with worship mob and that community. Like that's so incredible. And I just mm-hmm. like I my question is like are you still wanting to do more of that? Cause I, I see like the, I see the Lord doing so much in that. And I'm like super excited and like proud of you with that. And like, and I don't want to be like, Oh, like I just like wanting to continue in that. Of course, like, probably selfishly. Yes, I do. Because I, I want everyone to be a creative in some kind of facet or way. Um, but like, do you see yourself still pressing in to that? And it's probably like a really silly question because you don't know the future <laughs> and you're still yeah. in school right now <laughs> i would love to worship with the people of worship mob again they're all wonderful people and um they they have a very genuine passionate love for the lord um so i i would love to have the opportunity to do that again um and i i'm really thankful for all the opportunities i've had with these other platforms as well that you're talking about um uh just I really, it doesn't really matter to me. It's never been about a platform. It's always just been, oh, wow, I get to worship right now because I love my Jesus. And so sometimes I worship with these people and sometimes I worship with these people. And either way, we're all worshiping Jesus. Yeah, come on. Exactly. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. just like asking, like, do you see yourself like continually pouring out into like a worship kind of like platform or medium, like throughout, like, because you said you're going being called into ministry and like Mm -hmm. counseling and like maybe some like women's or pastoral things. I don't know. Like where you're kind of, that's a very broad thing. It's a broad term. (laughs) I haven't really felt the Lord um, (laughs) like kind of guide me into um, any specific type of ministry besides worship. I do definitely feel a call to continue being involved in worshiping him um, musically and um, written wise, just, I do love, love, love that. Mm, so good. Also the question, you know, Amber's like just itching to get in there. I know I see it, <laughs> but, um, no, who are like, Daddy, read me. like, who are some of your like influences who have like helped you 
um, like curate this heart of worship, create like this posture. Like I, I know like obviously like the Holy spirit, the, the mm-hmm. word, like, or, like who are like people like that have like helped you like kind of like maintain or like build um, that like posture and heart of worship that you have. Yeah, um, honestly, I come from a very, very good Christian family. Um, my entire, like, my parents and all three of my younger siblings are all um, lovers of the Lord. Mm, they awesome. love everything. And so to have grown up in that kind of environment um, where I'm constantly surrounded by people who love God and who pursue him constantly and full heartedly has honestly been huge for me. Um, because my parents have always just been there encouraging me like, Hey, like in everything we do, like it's about the Lord. And so to have that like ingrained in my mind from a very young age, it's, it's easy to see like, um, like why we love the Lord because it's something that I've just been surrounded by for many years. <laughs> so my, I would definitely say that my family have been the biggest influence people-wise um, on that. Sweet. That's so good. <laughs> I was just going to, yeah, I was going to ask. So um, Poyama, PDX, what, what we're doing, I know that you probably don't know a whole lot about it, um, but this is we've been doing the podcast for a while now we've been praying about when the lord would have us move into a physical location because the whole dream um, behind this that the lord put on stephen's heart um was that we would have a, a building with rooms and then a table in the center and it's a place for creatives to go of all backgrounds videographers photographers musicians singers songwriters all the above have a recording studios podcast studios photography studios you know and kind of but have that table in the center of the room that um everybody can meet at as a family so we can come alongside each other like more as a family rather than uh, a lot of the world it's a competition like oh i did this song and i wanted to have the numbers and beat everybody else and you know and then also like people can discover other creative things about themselves that they maybe wouldn't have known had they not sat at that table with that photographer and gone hey that's kind of cool I bet I could take some cool pictures and so musicians finding all these creative other creative things um and so that's kind of like the idea the Lord has not given us a physical location yet um but we do totally know that he you know is is good and we're praying about that um but for now that's kind of the idea in the background behind Poyama. So we like to ask our, um, the people that we interview, um, how do you, you know, how do you think that might help somebody like you? Like, not that you're going to do it, but like, if that was an opportunity presented for you, would that be something that you would utilize? And what would it mean to you to have a facility like that out there and available and for a much lower cost than like going and paying a studio fee or, you know, the thousands of dollars it takes to record an album, things like that. You could walk out of the room and we could have an album like, in the works, mastering, producing, and all of that. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the question. How would that uh, benefit somebody like like you? Well, honestly, any place where you have a community of believers coming together and bringing their, their giftings and their interests to the table to share and to build something 
um, that they couldn't each build on their own. I think that's a really powerful place to be. You know, the word talks about how um, like we're each different parts of a body and we're all made to like work together. So I think that having community like that, where people were saying like, Hey, this is something that I can help contribute to your art. And like, this is something you can help contribute to mine. I think that's something that's very glorifying to the Lord, you know, um, unity and love are, are always, um, they're really powerful, you know, especially if you have all of these people coming together because, um, they're wanting to do it to glorify the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing about planning, of course, the whole thing is, a, is about glorifying the Lord, but we also hope that people will come that, that maybe don't know him yet. Maybe they're curious about him. Maybe they're like, mm, what's this, you know, what's this all about? So we're hoping to attract people from all backgrounds, yeah. um, which is going to take a ton of prayer and, um, you know, just because it, it is such a, um, it's so huge and and it's on us, you know? Um, But there's people that are going to walk in that door that don't even know who this Jesus guy is. And we want to make sure to make an atmosphere for them too. You know what I mean? So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what advice do you have for aspiring art singers, songwriters, like um, especially in your genre, but like just, Hey, I'm sitting here thinking about writing a song or singing a song, but I've never touched a guitar before, you know, or whatever. Like, what advice would you have for somebody even just sitting there right now thinking, you know, I wish, you know, I have some words in my head. I wonder if I could make a song. Like, what would you encourage them with? Do it. Try it. <laughs> like, like you, you won't know what could happen if you don't try it. <laughs> you know, I think, I think when there is like, when you're in a place where you don't know everything, sometimes that can bring in some temptation to be afraid or nervous about, Oh, what's going to happen. Um, but when nothing is like set in stone, anything is possible. There is no limit to what can happen. And so I, I think you should just try it, go for it, believe and, and just see, see where you end up. Yeah, in our last interview, we had um, with Fanny, and she said, was fail trying. I thought that was, like, such a powerful word because a lot of times, like, people are just, they, all they see is the word fail, and they don't see the mm-hmm. word trying. And, like, a lot mm-hmm. of, and, like, when they see that, they're, like, boom, like, they get that identity, like, slapped out of them. They get, like, this fear, like, just slapped on their face when, yeah. like, we're, we as believers know that, like, fear has no place has no power and like yeah. and we're we're actually like a lot more um surprised and satisfied when we see god show up and like the mysterious yeah. and like supernatural ways when we actually say hey god i'm gonna trust you i'm gonna go out on this and like take a step of faith mm-hmm. even if it looks like i'm being crazy right now like mm-hmm. i'm all about it and i want to go after your heart because I, I feel mm-hmm. you going and i feel I see you moving in this way and I don't want to miss out on what you have. I don't want to miss out on your glory being shown more through me. Cause I just want to be obedient yes. to like what you have. And yes. I think that's like the coolest thing. Um, just for people just to like, know that like, it doesn't, it doesn't take a degree. Yeah. It doesn't take anything like to, to try, <laughs> you know, like it just takes <laughs> a willing heart and like, and also like support of a community that says, 
hey, I completely am here for you. I'm like going to support you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's like, I think the most important thing that we're doing through Poyama is giving people that chance to try, yes. giving people that opportunity yeah. to try in that space where they're like, hey, I've never done music before, but I want to do, it. I'm a photographer, but like, I just want to yeah. do this because I've been yeah. feeling this for X amount of years or days or hours. And I'm like, yeah. and like, I think that's the really cool thing that we're going to see come out of there is people coming with different gifts like that they've never even mm-hmm. tapped into because they haven't had the opportunity to because it's so expensive yeah. or it's too risky or whatever. Like their excuses, the lies that the enemy has placed into their heart that said mm-hmm. that this is not enough or this is not possible. Like we're abolishing yes. all that in Jesus' name through Poyama. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool that we get to like yeah. have this platform. And honestly, I know something that I had thought about a lot is like, oh, why do we need another singer why do we need another songwriter there's so many people that are so good already Mm -hmm. um but like the lord really infuses unique flavors through each person because i can say yes lord when he like asks something of me or whenever he plants a dream in me i can say yes lord but um my voice ultimately is different than amber's voice you know amber has an incredible voice and when she says yes lord it's gonna sound different than when i say yes lord and so even though we both sing and we both write like our yeses are both so important simply because of who we were saying them to right you know exactly okay i'm just dying over here because that was like the sweetest word (laughs) Ever. And I love that because I think something that creatives struggle with a ton is comparison. Mm -hmm. And I know I do. And I know I've heard other um, people close to me and even people I don't know that well that all struggle with comparison. So um, I love that you said that because our flavors are all different. And what if some of the greatest singers of all times said no instead of yes? we would have all missed out. And so it it really is all about, I love the fail trying because really you're not failing at all in that moment because as long as you're trying, then that's a win. And then also saying yes, um, saying your yes to Jesus, the yes that he's given you to say yes to in the first place is just completely powerful. I'm over here just getting wrecked. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well Tara we like to also just like have you at the very end like give um, you give an advice um, and I think that advice that you've given is like gold straight up it's so good (laughs) Um, so thank you Jesus for that gold that you just gave to Tara for sure (laughs) yes Um, thank you yeah and then any like Shout outs that you have to anyone. I'm assuming everyone in your little town that know you and that like Yeah, I'm so thankful. Um and then where can people like find you like via like like a Facebook page or do you have like a Facebook or Instagram or like where you can people can reach out to you for like helping like with writing songs or like hearing god's voice or like if they're going through this i I already know for like from the bottom of my heart that like 
someone is going to be so impacted by your story about your healing and like i just want them to be able to like hey like i want to like reach out to her and i want to like talk to her about this because i'm going through x y and z over here or i've seen this happen too and i want to encourage like other people and like be able just to see that like in the flame so yeah yeah i have facebook i have instagram all the things um i i love people i love connecting with people on an honest level so reach out <laughs> and then is it just facebook.com slash tara scott like how do they yeah it's tara nicole scott on on both of them okay you got it all right, well, sweet. Any last words, Amber, before we wrap it up here? I just want to say thank you so much. She is my my sister, my friend, a valuable human, and I am just so thankful that you took some time with us because I know that God will use it, and He's He will. There's there's somebody out there, maybe more than one person, that is going to hear this and. And they're going to run after Jesus. And that's just the most special uh, thing. And so thank you so much. We really loved hearing your testimony, your story. We're super excited to see where the Lord leads, the music that he's going to have come out of you. And and we all get to be a part of that. Um, Maybe not. Maybe he's just going to do some stuff in private. That's cool, too. But like, I just love that you will say yes to him. So we know that if he calls you to something that we all get to be a part of, that you're not going to say no. So thank you for that. And we just love you to death. Oh, I love you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Thanks so much, Tara, for being part of our podcast. And we definitely want to catch up with you again um and if you guys do any like co-writing and stuff like we're gonna be working on doing some like co-writing workshops and stuff during the quarantine so hopefully we can get you and other people involved in that because i if you're writing songs that are like impacting so many people i don't want to miss that and i want to (laughs) like definitely partner with you in that and i want to be able to see what God has in store and just yeah come alongside you so yeah we're yeah. excited for what that all holds and we're excited just to see where God leads you yeah thank you for loving the Lord with me and worshiping with me you guys oh, you're so <laughs> we're a Poyama family <laughs> <laughs>